0: This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. In episode two, we're going to talk about the Calgary weather. Is it warming up, cooling down, snowing, raining, sunny? The confused weather patterns in our city. In the news, Headley, the Canadian idol, Hero Falls. Another podcast I want to review called The Armchair Expert, or should I say... And, oh, what's going on? Small company, big problems. What's happening at my office? The weather. There's never a shortage of things to discuss about our Calgary weather. One day, like yesterday, it was plus 5 Celsius, and another day, it's minus 11, like today. If you suffer from headaches of any amount, this weather is a killer. As the barometric pressure messes with your senses, this can be the case in migraine sufferers as well as non-migraine sufferers. I'll tell you a story about when this happened to me when I first moved to Calgary. About, I don't know, 20 years ago almost now. And I was working at the Carriage House, which is this awesome hotel and restaurant down on 90th Avenue, and I just had this unbelievable headache I'd never experienced before, and somebody said to me, you got a migraine, the weather's changing, welcome to Calgary. Today we have yet another weather system moving into the city. If you're listening to this in real time or in the coming weeks, this is likely past. However, we're expecting another 10 to 20 centimeters or 4 to 8 inches, a shit ton of snow. So weather stations are cautioning us from travel yet again. We've had so many car wrecks on our roads and highways. They've been closed. We've seen people in the ditch. I was driving to Edmonton last week and... It's about a three-hour drive north of Calgary, and when I was on my way home on Saturday morning, I was watching people, and either they were bored driving, I'm not sure, but they literally were driving right into the ditch, and I saw it happen three times. Just innocently, the roads weren't bad. I mean, it's winter driving condition, but there wasn't snow covered on the highway or anything and um yeah people were just driving directly into the ditch and so all these people were stopping and helping them and hauling them out but it was pretty interesting um the weather definitely wreaks havoc on our driving here in calgary Another thing I came across in the Calgary News um, this week was a love story. And um, this couple, Elmer and Leona Jensen, were from Standard, Alberta, which is about 80 kilometers from Calgary East. And they had been married for over 80 years. They had four children, six grandchildren, and 10 great-grandchildren. And they were both over 100 years old. And they died four days apart. This just happened this week. um, And they had a little article in the Calgary Sun. So I'll just briefly share with you. But they won um, the Master Farm Family Award for Southern Alberta in 1966. And it recognizes both good agriculture practices and community spirit. And they had... um, Elmer also served as standards mayor for 13 years in the 80s. And people aren't sure what their secret was, but being married for 80 years, you must have some pretty serious secrets, I would say. Um, They also talk about them being faith, uh, faith being a strong point in their lives. And it's just important. Elmer responded saying things like, I feel like it's important for people to do what they want to do and to have an occupation that they enjoy doing. And I think we all want that. I think we want to be able to go to work and want to stay there and be passionate about what we do and love who we're inspiring or influencing and how it changes people and empowers people. At least that's how I reflect on my job as I like to go there and be able to make a difference whether it be professionally or personally, and just have a good time, and I mean, bringing a paycheck home for sure. But I thought this was kind of a cute story. And to be married eighty years, oh man, that's a long time In the news segment, this week, there's been a lot of discussion around Hedley, and uh, this is just such an unsavory moment to happen to anyone, including a celebrity. You know, I'm a fan of this great Canadian musical acts, well, actor, corrected, was a fan. However, when a band thinks that they can act like this, in this manner, and possibly get away with this kind of conduct, it's just... One of those things you add to the unthinkable list. Here's some background on Hedley, the lead singer. He was born in Surrey, British Columbia, in Western Canada, one of the most beautiful provinces in our country. He won the second season of Canadian Idol, which in itself is an amazing accomplishment. Plus, he married his high school sweetheart and was married for five years. Now they're divorced. How does something like this happen? Is it fame? Is it a feeling like you won't get caught? or No one will expose your bad side? Being invincible? I'm sure at many times you likely feel this way as a celebrity. And possibly due to the recent Me Too, hashtag Me Too movement we are living in. This has brought the band and made the band reflect about changing their liberal lifestyle. But for celebrity, it's just that much more intense, and you create this huge long tail. However, it will likely be short-lived, and in the news next week will be something else, but it will affect these guys for a long time, and their fans, and their history. Let me know what you think of Headley and what your perspective is on what's happening with them, and um, yeah, leave it in my show notes or send me an email. We can talk about it. This kind of leads me into my second thought for the episode: the armchair expert. This is a recent podcast I came upon while reviewing Calgary-themed variety podcast. And as a side note, realize there's more Bible and evangelistic church-centric podcasts than any other podcast reflecting Calgary. Now, not that I mind, but where's the rest of the Calgary content on podcasts for iTunes? This is kind of driving me more and more to put this podcast out and to shed a different side of Calgary to the listeners out there. When I was reviewing the other podcasts, as I always am looking for content to listen to on my commute, I came upon a podcast called The Armchair Expert. And I thought I heard this on Ellen way back when. It's a podcast by Dax Shepard. And um, it's quickly become one of my very favorite podcasts. He has a great way of interviewing people. And he also has interesting people to interview. I've always been a big fan of his early acting on Jackass, Don't Hold That Against Me and later on in Parenthood he's a great actor and a character role in that show that I quite liked and so it kind of made me like his character more on a genuine level um, The thing I love the most about this show um, with Dax and how he portrays it is the fact he's just so grounded and genu- genuine. I've only listened to one episode so far, and not the first or second, but the sixth one with Pete Wentz, who, by the way, is from Fallout Boys. This was an excellent insight into this guy's life of making it big. He's calm and humble, and he's pretty interesting. He's a good storyteller and a huge fan of his son, who, by the way, pulled him out of depression. I agree with kids being around, and um, wholeheartedly, as being a mom of a six-year-old has taught me to be more patient, have more fun, and realize things in a new way. Um, I totally get Pete's feeling about his kid, and... um, Yeah, it was a really good, interesting podcast They kind of shed it down, their clothing and their barriers And just talked about life and life and fame And Dax told a story about being on a plane for hours Going over to like Qatar or Doha or someplace And he was getting up to go to the bathroom And he noticed all these people were watching shows with him on him but nobody really realized that he's right there. He's right there on the plane with these people. He just thought it was kind of a strange moment. Like here, he's the celebrity that people are watching. But nobody really paid attention to him walking by them over and over, going to the bathroom. Mind you, the flight was super long, so people were probably zoned out. But it just goes to show like how we're so involved in the moment that we may miss something that's happening right around us or right beside us. So, yeah, give it a try. Dak Shepherd in The Armchair Expert. Um, and just search it on iTunes. So I work for a signage company, as you know. And... Um, kind of a smaller company compared to, well, I'll just give you some background. So I work for a large company out of Delta BC. And that particular company was recently purchased by a Calgary-based company. So now I work for the Calgary company here where I live. And I also work for the Delta company. So I'm kind of in a split role, which I quite like. And the company that is here in Calgary is in the process of Implementing policies regarding occupational health and safety because they are trying to instill more accountability and safety within the organization. And I've kind of taken that under my hat to produce this health and safety management program, which is kind of interesting on one hand because it's really methodical and process and there's factors that you have to implement and you need to, you know, control your crew and and controlling them, I mean, by paperwork and enabling them with the proper tools to do their job safely. Um, We also want to get our WCB ratings down. We've only had a few claims in the past, but they've really affected our rating and I'm working on building a program to help put us on the path of CORE, which is Certificate of Recognition. And man, this is going to be a very interesting path because the company culture is kind of set up in a way that they just haven't really had to abide by any of these you know, new policies and the health, health and safety programs that have been implemented through some of the larger companies. And so we definitely have a task ahead and yeah, I'm just kind of curious, have you had to go through this within your own company? And how did it go? And how were the, you know, the veterans versus the new people? And did you get buy in? Was there pushback? Did people just not really take it seriously? I'm looking for some feedback on this topic. Um taking a course next week to help provide me with some tools to create these manuals and this program and implement like your toolbox safety meetings and your annual reviews and, you know, um, the DOT certifications and the CVICs on the vehicles, things like that. So if you have any history on this or if you'd like to, you know, push me in a certain direction, I'd really be open to it because I'm looking for just some tips and tricks to make this easier to implement as well as how to train the guys to, you know, think ahead and do better and know better and, um, get by and be accountable for how they're representing us in the field and conducting themselves in the field. So yeah, if you could, um, send me a a note, I would really appreciate that. And yeah, so... Thank you for listening. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.